This is the Cyclone. What is this? Episode 20. Jay's not here today. He's a little busy. So it's just me and Al holding it down. Pretty much our rundowns are going to be as far as the NFL goes. We're going to talk about the young quarterbacks that did good this week. Disappointing teams. Great teams. Next week predictions. Small recap. And then we're also going to hit NBA preseason. So uh, which one to hit first? NFL or NBA? Well, we should just start with the NFL. So we'll put the NBA on the back burner for a little bit. All right. Give me a list of young quarterbacks you like so far this season the sean watson is a complete stud my gosh wasn't that the same guy you was iffy about because the system he was in i was wrong i will admit it <laughs> okay i'm and now I on the feel, same page and now as a browns fan i feel extremely stupid that we didn't get him but you gotta think about it would he have flourished there though did this guy throw nine touchdowns in two weeks yeah, yeah he did yo he's the truth I was high on him. I was high on him coming out. I thought he should have went higher in the draft. I'm glad he fell where he fell. Like, if he would have went to Kansas City, man, like, think about it. Transitioning from Alex Smith to Deshaun Watson. But like, Alex Smith is on top of the world right now. Oh, yeah, that because I think I think Patrick Mahomes is pushing him, honestly. Lit a fire under him. Yeah, like, I've never seen him throw the D-ball this well at all this season. All right, so you like Deshaun Watson. That's good. Okay, I will say this about Deshaun Watson. I was really high on him. I liked him coming out of Clemson. He he possessed all the intangibles, and he has an it factor about him. But I didn't like his feet week one. He looked like he had a lot of happy feet. He didn't look settled in the pocket. And I was a little worried about that, but I wasn't like, oh, man, he can't. He doesn't have it. You know what I'm saying? He looked calm. He looked calm enough to make the, the right plays, but... I didn't like the coach trying to play the QB carousel. I hate that. That messes up guys' confidence and rhythm. But there was a couple things about that, about last week's game, about Watson. A lot of it was, like, pure luck that a lot of receivers made these epic catches. Hey, man, it's, I'd rather them make them and get lucky than to miss them like a, and end up like the Giants on five. <laughs> true, true. But no, no, the guy, it looks like the real deal. Absolutely. Another one I like for a younger quarterback. I mean, I know he's not that young, but okay, Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod Ty- Taylor is playing really good. How long has Tyrod been in the league? Well, he started out as a Ravens backup, didn't he? So he's probably about five years, but he's still young. Technically, this is only his third year starting. Okay, young as a starter, but eh, all right, I, all right, half pass on this one. All right, seriously, the team is still what are they three and two? Still yeah, a good record yeah, for the yeah. Bills. Yeah, that's a good record. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs for a team that everyone thought was tanking. They're playing pretty good football. No, nah, you know, okay, here's my here, here's my theory, right? And I know this is way off topic. As speaking of tanking, what if the Giants are tanking on purpose to land a quarterback to transition from Eli Manning? Think about it. They have, <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a good quarterback class this year. Sam Darnold looks really good. He's not confirmed that he's leaving. And then you have, you have, uh, what is it, Josh Rosen, right? And what if they're saying, hey, Eli's looking really old we need a new quarterback and this would be the perfect transition to go from Eli to this young guy kind of how they went from Kurt Warner to Eli Manning but I find this very offensive are you trying to tell me that Chino Smith isn't the answer was he the answer in the other New York team well it's because that two punched him in the jaw listen man Ike shout out to Ike Listen, <laughs> Ike is the man, and Ike we trust. Shout out to Ike. All right, 
Ike is the man, but nah, Gino, we all know Gino's not the answer. He came out of West Virginia. I felt like he was overhyped. I'm like, mm. okay, look at my thing. When it comes to quarterbacks, the quarterbacks don't come from the big schools, right? West Virginia isn't necessarily a powerhouse, but all right, let's put it this way. I didn't like him as a quarterback, so I didn't think he was going to flourish all that well. I didn't think so either. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that, but I'm just saying that's my conspiracy theory. Take it for what it is. It's whatever, but let's get back on topic. Other young QBs, I, I'm gonna throw one in. I'm gonna throw one in there. Jared Goff, I like him. Finally, with an offensive coach that gets it and is letting him flourish, and he looks good. What a difference a year makes! It makes a huge difference. My gosh, I still remember him. Um, it was a Thursday night football game last year. I don't know who he was playing, but the dude couldn't even complete a screen pass. But. <laughs> so- so to see him now play this at this level, my gosh, what a difference a year makes and a head coach makes. Yeah, the head coach change, offense, like they cleaned the house. But you got to remember, Todd Gurley even looked terrible last year. And Todd Gurley, Gurley had, looked terrible two years ago too, didn't he? No, he had a great rookie season. He had a really... Oh, I thought he was a three-year veteran. Mm-mm, this is his second year. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played... Well, hold on. This third year. Well, it is his, this his third, third year. year. Now, he had, a, he had a really good rookie season. Had a terrible second season, and I'm like, what happened? And I'm like, I look, it's the coaching. It was the coaching. Golf looked bad. His mechanics looked bad. Everything looked really bad. And then well, it was pretty clear that Jeff Fisher did not try that year at all. Not only did he didn't try, but he wasn't the right coach for that personnel. He wasn't the coach that needed to be there to get that team in shape. I know, and it was so weird because then you think about it, like he was the head coach there for how long? Dude, uh, listen, <laughs> uh, I'm just glad they got him out. That's it. At some point, you would think after five years, he would have, like, the team that he wanted. Nah. Trust me. He was just a guy there. Jeff Fisher has always been a guy. Get the team in place. Okay, we're good now. Okay, fire him. That's been his MO, man. Obviously, yeah. I'm going to make another suggestion for a quarterback, too. Uh, Carson Wentz. Oh, yes. My God. Uh, I'll put a, stamp, put a stamp on him. He's legit. The guy's the truth. He is. He's here to stay. He's an elite quarterback. Philadelphia, you found your answer. Treat him well, please. You know what's sad about this? Those are two quarterbacks that the Browns did not take. Oh, yeah, you guys the... passed on both of them. Yeah. You guys passed on both of them. But look at us in San Diego. We have Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon as a running back. And, I mean, we couldn't have gotten Todd Gurley because he went earlier. But still, we could have traded up to try to get him. Um, I, I don't know. The thing is, well, Cincinnati needs a better O-line. Cincinnati needs a better everything. Yes, other than Philip. Well, Philip Rivers is about to be done probably soon. Okay, here's my thing about Phil. I I love him dearly. He's been great for us, but he hasn't had a whole lot of help. No, he hasn't. I mean, you guys did pick up that one time. You guys had Stevie Johnson, but he just constantly got injured. I mean, listen. Most of the guy, anytime we get somebody, they end up getting injured. So it's really hard to say. And if I can throw another quarterback in there, what about Jameis Winston? Winston's got to work on his turnovers. I, I feel like he's a better he, version. He of shows flashes of amazingness, like, and that's the you thing see, you want to capture that all the time. And that's why I got to like, if he could stop the turnovers, he'd be sensational. I like Marcus Mariota too, but he's injured right now. And I do like Derek Carr, but they're injured right now as well. But trust me, there's a lot of teams that have their franchise quarterback. Starting jobs are looking less and less. Like, there's becoming less and less starting quarterback jobs in the league now. Yeah, and man, what an improvement Blake Bortles has made. Well, My gosh. He has made an improvement, I will give him that, but they've also learned to stop relying on him throwing the ball 30 times. 
because they know well, he's turnover prone. Let's let's be real. He's turnover prone, and they're like, let's let's not put the game in his hands, and let's run the ball thirty times, and then like only pass when we have to. And he's looked great that way. He's that type of quarterback. He's a game manager. He's a. Game- it really showed how much of an incompetent coach Gus Bradley was, though, yeah. for the Jaguars. My God, Doug Marone, and I know him because you know I'm a Bills and Browns fan. What a difference he makes. Like, and I, I could not believe that I heard the rumors why he left the Bills. I heard all the rumors about it. The biggest rumor is they wanted to stick with EJ Manuel, and Marone did not want anything to do with him. Well, yeah, that's it. Well, that's his problem. I, dude, EJ Manuel sucks. Listen, he's not the best quarterback in the world, and I will attest to that. But sometimes he's got the size, but he just doesn't have the brains. Well, like I said, the quarterback isn't from neck down. It's everything from neck up. You got to have it mentally to be able to withstand all the punishment and the criticism and the other stuff. Can I mention a quarterback just for fun? Sure. Mitchell Trubinsky. I like him. He, played, he wasn't terrible. He pl- Even though we got down on him as the check down king, everything was check down, check down, check down, check he down. He was a check down king again. But he did Okay, he didn't lose the game for the Bears. Yes, he did. He didn't lose the game. He so did. Are you kidding me? He didn't. Fa- so he failed. So he failed the Bears in that one game. Yes, he threw a critical pick at the twenty yard line with two minutes left on the clock. Listen, and it was a tie game. There right, was no okay. reason for you to make a risky throw like that. All right, listen. He wasn't completely terrible. He wasn't. He's not bad enough to say we're going to sit him. He listen. He, there was he wasn't nothing as bad as I, I saw that flashed brilliance. It was like he. Oh no, he didn't flash. He didn't flash brilliance. But at the same time, he also wasn't like hey. I'm terrible. You shouldn't have picked me at number two. No, he should never have been picked at number two. He shouldn't have, but he didn't scream that right away. Over time, no. yes. Maybe. He, he is... <sighs> Throw a comparison out there. Who is he in the league right now? As far as just comparison's sake. It's an inside joke on the entire Cyclone. You know who I'm going to say. Don't say it. Jason Campbell. Did you have to say it? I had to. No, he's not. He's not that bad. He's mobile. He's, he's a little mobile, and he throws checkdowns. There's not only one quarterback that I know who does that to the absolute T. Another quarterback I could compare him to is Trent Edwards. That's fair. The first one's uncalled for. Wait, what do you like, Jason Campbell? So much? I don't think you should bag on him that hard. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that deep. I think you have a deep-rooted obsession against him and i think it's unhealthy i think you have a shrine in your closet of jason campbell and you throw darts at it every morning when you wake up oh dude i would love to do that i would literally record that live i wake up in the morning to throw darts at the jason campbell poster like he upset you like he he like he stole he played for the browns good sir Listen, you're upset at him like he stole your girlfriend. No, it's because he plays the most boring game of football I've ever seen in my entire life. And it doesn't do anything. Listen, Kwame Brown has upset me basketball-wise, but you don't see me bagging on him that hard every time we talk basketball. When it comes to, like, when you reference bad number one draft picks... No, Kwame Brown was ruined because Michael Jordan was an a-hole towards him. Nah, he, he wasn't. Listen... He didn't have the mentality for basketball, and having someone as tough as Jordan, you know, bullying him around probably didn't help him. It probably didn't, but the kid had some talent, but trust me. Okay. And the guy had a nice 15-year-long um, career, didn't he? Yeah, because he was seven feet. Like, you can't teach that. Like, teams need and that. 
<laughs> you can't be. You can't teach somebody to be seven foot. Like it's just like either you got it or you don't. That's it. But I'm um, not. I'm, I'm not going to get into that because then I'm. I'm going to get. Well, into- no, I don't think it was a 15 year career. What am I talking about? No, no, I think it was like 10, 12. Because he he was done in 2015. I think so. I, I got to look that up. I don't know if the top. Because the head. second the last team was the Bucks, I think he went to the Sixers after or something. Yep, then he yeah, retired. I remember that. Yeah, I said it had to be 2015 because he was on that bad 2015 team. But, and he didn't even make it through the roster. He was cut. Nah, yeah, they cut him after a while. But like I said, I don't want to get into that because I read an article about the one and done rule possibly being voted on to being changed. And I don't want to get into that because it's not on a rundown. Like when we talk a little NBA, I might touch on it a little bit, but I'm not going to get into it too much right now. But yeah, anyways, back to the other quarterbacks that we're picking here for young quarterbacks. Right, let's pick um, two more. I think we got because right now we have Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston. What is it? Carson Wentz. And Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, Blake Bortles. Let's just pick um, two more. I don't know. Mitchell shouldn't be in it. Nah, um, I, can't, I can't put him there. Prescott I'm, is really showing me a lot this oh, year. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk. Dak, Dak deserves it. Because Dak has been playing great. But two of his offensive linemen have been out. And, uh, yo, what's up with Ezekiel Elliott? Can we? Like, what's up? Well, he's going through a lot of crap right now, man. So it's like. Kind of what Kobe was going through during. Yeah, his like issues. there's a lot on his mind, you know. Like okay. if you can't focus, that's gotta be tough. So it's affecting his work performance. Yeah, of course. A lot of um, issues. Okay. And I think that's pretty much all we need to say. That everyone else is pretty much veterans. All right. Yeah. I, I have nothing to say about Deshaun Kaiser because, like, let's okay. He's too green. Let, let's be real. He's in over his head. If he had time to kind of sit down and groom his talent, I feel like he would be better. But they kind of threw him into the fire and they said, hey, sink or swim, and he's sinking right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hold know, on. I, Jacoby Brissett. Um, he is. Uh, I like him. He can play. I don't he think he's going to be the starter there, but he has to go somewhere else. He's only there to fill in until Andrew Luck gets there. but He's playing his heart up. Oh, yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, I'd definitely give him that. I think he should definitely get an audition somewhere else to start um it's not going to be in indianapolis because i don't see them giving up on luck anytime soon but hopefully i mean i would love to see andrew luck go somewhere and win but you know when you transition from peyton manning to andrew luck i don't think you give up on this on another young quarterback who has the potential especially if you can surround him with an offensive line and my what about Brissett going to pittsburgh hmm i like it I like it's it, not a but bad idea. You have a mobile quarterback plays very similar to Rosselsberger at times. Yeah, but okay. Here's my thing: Mike Tomlin's a good coach, not an all-time great coach, and I don't know if he can keep that team gelled. I don't think he can keep that team focused enough to be able to get them to make the run deep into the playoffs that he needs them to. So you're saying that this team is carried completely by Ben Roethlisberger? No, I think it's an emotional team that has a lot of ups and downs. Because I honestly think the Steelers will fall apart without uh, Roethlisberger. Like, if he just retires... playing terrible with him, so they're only going to get worse without him if they don't have a quarterback. But if they make a move for Brissett, I think that would help him. I don't know if he'll be the franchise quarterback, but... That's the My guy. thing is, would Brissett step up and be a leader? Uh, we don't know yet. He hasn't had to be a leader anywhere he's been so far. So, 
Unless he possessed I mean, those qualities before? I don't know. You know what's weird about Brissett? And I, I know this sounds so weird. He would have been the perfect backup for the Jets. And I will explain. Oh, go ahead. Learns under Josh McCown. McCown teaches him. The, McCown is a leader. McCown doesn't have the skills to be a franchise quarterback, but he knows how to lead a team. Okay, I see. Yeah, all right, I see your point. I see your point. Um, I guess. Trust but... me, I've seen McCown with the um, the Cardinals. I've seen him with every team he's been in. This guy is a leader, and these guys love this guy, and they will play their hearts out for him. All right. Okay. All right. Uh... Yeah. All right. Cool. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, they'll get rid of. Um. I think Petty's going to stay on. I don't think Hackenberg is going to stick with the Jets. I, I there's just this weird I feeling it. I have. I honestly doubt it. But all right, let's let's keep it moving. GM blunders, the bad GM moves. Like just name the teams that have done bad. Like I already said moves. it earlier. I already said it early in the show. <laughs> the Browns uh, passing on Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, um, that that was a bad move. Just Sashi Brown already like. I like you stockpiling picks, but eventually we're going to need answers, you so, know? So he's trying to take the Boston approach, stockpile picks, wait for the right moment, and just try to cash all in? Yeah, here's my problem with this, right? A GM is supposed to make the team better. Well, he's supposed Remember, to make the best possible moves, at, you know, whenever he sees fit. I know, and, oh, God, I heard this Browns podcast that really made me mad. Like, saying, oh... Like, you don't get it. This is a process. And it's like, okay, if it's a process, why am I going to go pay $100 or whatever just go see a Browns game just to see them lose 31-7? to I wouldn't pay money for that. I would possibly pay money to go see the Sixers play because there's hope there. Like, if your general manager can't sell anything else, he has to sell hope. If he can't sell that, then he's in he's in the wrong profession. I mean, at least the Sixers made the NBA Finals in 2002. But, dude, no, nah, people don't care about, oh, historic 2002. They care about what you're doing for them lately. Right now, they have a guy in Ben Simmons who can sell them hope as a future star. Joel Embiid can sell the same thing. Markel Fultz can sell the same thing. And they have three guys they can build a core around, Dario Sark. Like, they can sell hope, if nothing else, right? I would hope their guys can stay healthy so they can sell more of that, but they can sell hope. What hope do you have in Cleveland? You know what's sad? It's certainly not Deshaun Kaiser. I've seen more in Kevin Hogan, and he's only a two-year quarterback. So this is why I felt like they should have... They they should have played Hogan first, honestly. In my honest, because like I said, Kaiser has potential and he can make some really amazing throws, but he needs to be groomed. Why did they sell Brock Osweiler to be the week one starter in the week two start? Why did you do that? Smoke and mirrors. That's all it was. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because so you limited the reps of Kaiser for absolutely no reason, unless he was injured or something. I don't really understand why you did that. You know that smoke and mirrors tactic you do before the draft that kind of makes sure teams don't know who you're picking? The thing that's so stupid, too, is you know no one's going to trade for that contract. Obviously. It's, he, he got overpaid for a season in Denver. And yeah, and they traded to get that second round pick. You paid $18 million for a second round pick. Basically. That's that's exactly what they paid for. you got to be out of your mind. Like, that was so terrible. 
But and they're probably going to blow that pick anyway. So in the Browns, right? Well, Remember they drafted Justin Gilbert at number eight. Well, they've never had good luck with the huge draft. Well, I mean, I know you were high on Kaiser coming out, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know. If he starts, then I have a problem. I know. I, I, I thought it was going to be Osweiler or Kessler going to be the guy. I did not know they were going to start Kaiser week one. I didn't want him to start week one, but like I said, strange things have happened. All right, so we got the Browns with terrible moves. Oh, oh let's, let's talk about the Saints. So they gave up on Adrian Peterson not even halfway through the season. I don't know if he was complaining that he wasn't getting enough touches, so they sent him to Arizona. It just it didn't it's work gone. because first, well, I will explain this. I know the entire Adrian Pearsons. First off, why did he even go there? Well, because I heard rumors that they were the only giving him an offer, which I don't think is the case. No, nah, I believe that because the guy worked out for Seattle, and they liked him, but. Okay, this is kind of what happened with Adrian Peterson. He thought he was worth more than the market insisted, and he passed up on other teams till it got late in the season. Draft is coming around. You know, a lot of running backs are getting, you know, drafted to teams. They're going to pick up a lot of guys, so there's less roster spots. And he's seen, he seen New Orleans, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to take this deal because it's the, it's the best option he had at the time. But he was going there to try to be Adrian Peterson of old. And they were like, no, we do it running back by committee over here. And Well, not only that, plus the, the New Orleans Saints have no offensive line. They never did. but um, I know. So I'm like, why would you even sign there? But they the, the worst part is they misused him as an offensive weapon, man. You got you to gotta give at least him 10... 10 like at least 20 touches a game at minimum yeah at, at minimum like he's no, been the guy his whole career touches, if he got 20 touches he would have gotten like maybe 60 yards that offensive line is so horrendous okay like, but minnesota's offensive line wasn't much better eh, they're better i don't know what happened with uh the viking game this monday but most of the time, the offensive line is somewhat competent, like, and kept Sam. Sam Bradford was obviously really rusty and was clear injury because, like, when Case, Case Keenum knew how to get the ball out of his hands right away. Remember, Cook for the Vikings, like, look at that. He averaged over 100 yards for a while. Yeah, he did, but I'm just saying, Adrian Peter, uh, hopefully he's in a better place. The Cardinals need help because they got blasted by Philadelphia this week. It was bad. Like they only put up yeah, it was points. it was a really bad game, but however, man, man, they cut Chris Johnson really fast. Oh yeah, listen, man, running backs are a dime a dozen in this league, man. They're like the help. You just hey, get them where you can need them. If they're produced, keep them. If they're not, they're yesterday's news. Like, I know. Look, like look man, at Ezekiel. Like, what look a way at for Chris Johnson's career to end, though. It's yeah, it's weird because like you could be the best kept secret or the most talked about running back one year or for a couple years, but that's what happens. That's why teams don't like paying running backs. Like look at it. Look at the track record with running backs in the past. Let's, let's go down a quick list of running backs I remember. Right, Larry Johnson after he got paid disappeared. Chris Johnson another one after he got paid disappeared. Remember the running back for the Giants? What was his name? Big. He's a big power back. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh my um, gosh, his name is Jacobson or something. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, ja- yes, Brandon Jacobs. Remember after he got paid? Yeah, disappeared. 
what is it? Uh, Jonathan Stewart. Ryan Grant. Yep. Ryan Grant, Jonathan Stewart. D'Angelo Williams, not so much, I think. He's... Oh, remember when he got paid hardcore for the te- Texans? He used to be a Packer running back. Amon Green. Oh, yeah. Yep. Amon Green is another example. And that's the problem. You pay a running back, his production somehow, like, disappears. Like, because they know it's a contract year. They're trying to get their money. And then the next thing you know, they get their money, and then their production, like, drops through the, like, falls, just off the face of the earth. Well, eventually their buys is decline. Yeah, the magic number's always been 30. Once guys hit 30, oh, uh, okay, I can't, no, no, Frank Gore doesn't count. Frank Gore does not count. Frank Gore played. Frank Gore's a beast. Matt Forte doesn't count either. Yeah, that, those, those are guys, those are some exceptions to the rules. In your categories? Oh, yeah, he, he totally agrees. I think he's a Matt Forte fan. Yeah, you know, we watched some highlights. He's a good guy. Yeah. All right, sounds great. Well, that's all we really need to talk about football. Let's go preseason now? Or yeah, let's go NBA preseason. Let's okay. find out what's going on with that. Okay, so all right. So I have my list of teams. So, okay, so quick guys for the Cyclones. It took me three tries to get League Pass on from Comcast, guys. If you want to get your League Pass, get it now. And... Hurry up because you won't be able to watch it on your phone or your laptop as soon as you get it. Because you got to wait like three days, anywhere from three days to seven days for, uh, you know, Comcast to let NBA lead. I couldn't even sign up for it. I was signing up for it while we were talking on this show. You can't even. Why? It lagged. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Something's going on. All right. We'll we'll get to that later. So here's my teams that that I'm... I think they're going to be interesting to watch. Just going off of the little bit I've seen in the preseason. So I got the Rockets, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, the Celtics, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Sixers, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Mavs, only for Dennis Smith Jr., though. The Bucks and the Blazers. Timberwolves are the team to watch, but they had such a sack roster last year with such young people. I mean, I know they have Jimmy Butler, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough Western Conference, we'll see. Um, I like the Rockets, Chris Paul, James Harden. I think that could work. The Thunder look interesting. Carmelo, Paul George, uh, Russell Westbrook. We already talked about the Timberwolves. Celtics. Um, what is The it? Rockets have to rely on Chris Paul. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, definitely in a clutch when it comes down to it because now you're not solely relying on James Harden. James Harden just – I've seen – I even saw it with the Thunder. He just chokes. And I think this is where Chris Paul will kind of pick up the slack and they won't be as predictable where everything's on him. And he can kind of defer and let Chris Paul do his thing, but he still has to step up. That's the problem. He can't disappear. If he disappears, it's just like you can't. that it's going to be his M.O. for his career. Really good player, but never showed up in the big moments. I know. It makes you wonder, though, that maybe Oklahoma City was right to get rid of James Harden. Maybe. If that becomes his M.O., though, for his career where he was. Because, like, really... like, last year, I, I've never seen something that bad. No, nah, that was that was terrible. That Against the Spurs, like, he, he came up. They should have won that game. They came up real short. Celtics, I want to see what Kyrie Irving does if he's going to be a complete point guard now. I don't know, man. Like, But I think they gave up too many pieces. Mm, I mean, I would like them to have kept Avery Bradley because he kept a lot of their defensive identity, which they need, because that's a really good guard to compliment next to Kyrie. You think about it. Like a defense, defensive point guard that could, you know, still shoot, get his own shot, and still play alongside of him. Um, I like the Pelicans because... 
DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis. I think Rondo, I mean, if he gets that sports hernia together, hopefully doesn't stop him from missing the season opener. If he doesn't miss a lot of time, I feel like he's the point guard that can get them the touches they need to be a, a decent threat. I like the Spurs. I mean, you're always going to be competitive with Kawhi Leonard and and Pop. Um, I just hope that the young guys they have, like Forbes and um, what's his name, Deontay Murray, I hope they step up. And, you know, Mono's back. So they'll be competitive. I don't see them winning unless they get the right matchups in the Western Conference. Uh, Am I the only one that finds it weird that I, for some unbeknownst reason, I think the Kings could make a threat this year? Uh, Okay, I watched them, but they're not playing a lot of their young guys, and that's the problem. I like the potential they have in their young guys. Like, their starting point guard is George Hill. Like, Maybe they just don't want to risk the injuries to the young guys right now. Well, okay, De'Aaron Fox did have a little bit of an injury. So letting them sit on the bench and let them learn teach them how to play uh, i think basketball is a different animal i think you have a better okay this is the difference between football and basketball football you can kind of sit and learn watch and get the reps in practice basketball you kind of just have to get out there and learn some guys need a little more development sorry development because their game's raw and they need to be refined but with some guys that have it you let them play and figure it out it depends on the person with the sixers okay i got the sixers they're they're selling a lot of hope i don't know something about the sixers me anyways for the sixers if they make the eighth seed that's going to be quite an improvement it will it'd be a huge improvement from taking to eighth seed in the playoffs that's not bad yeah i mean i don't even care if they get swept no you know that's that's a major improvement exactly like it's a huge improvement sorry something about the kings there's just something i see in them i don't know there's this something i see in it it's like seriously you know you're not just giving up the season they're not tanking they would have tanked we would have known like why would you sign a lot of players like this why would you sign vince carter it makes no sense that's all i need to say well if you signed vince carter for the kings you're not tanking okay they're trying to be competitive but at the same time it's kind of like Hey, Vince is. I don't think they're outright tanking. I think they're trying to be competitive. But I, I'm stunned why Vince Carter didn't sign with the box. That would have made more sense. All right, I see what you're saying, but that would have been a good temporary replacement for Jabari Parker. Yeah, he's still recovering from the ACL, right? I think. Yeah, he, he, he won't be back, be back till January. I thought it was February, but all right, that's not not bad. Hopefully, he Something comes like back. That. But there's not. But he did average 20 points like before that injury, so. He has the potential. I just want. Yeah, I just hope the guy. Which is why didn't you go after healthy. Vince Young, Milwaukee? What, what were you thinking? I I don't know. Things happen, man. It's the off season. It's the off season. Well, I don't know. Now. Like, and yet we re-signed Jason Terry for some reason. Seriously, Jason Terry over Vince Carter. That's amazing. Warriors. We already know why we're watching. That's fun basketball. I like Dennis Smith Jr. as a rookie. I don't think he's going to be rookie of the year. I think he's going to be really productive though. So that's why I'm watching the Mavs. I'm watching the Mavs him. We don't have to talk about the Warriors. You know, great team. NBA champs. Got to watch. Lakers. I like Lonzo Ball. I think he's going to be great. I just. I will never understand how he shoots the basketball, though. It's not something to understand, man. It's, it's just... Remember Sean Marion? Listen, if it looks crazy, okay, but no, it goes no, 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 no. Hold on. I took like 20 minutes. I think it was like two weeks ago. To shoot the ball like Lonzo Ball. I made like two of 20 shots. Listen, he's how been doing the hell it his does whole he life. do that? He's been doing it his whole life. Doesn't matter how you shoot it, as long as it goes in. Larry Bird had a crazy shot. It wasn't 
it wasn't JJ Reddick perfect. But either. he swings the ball and then shoots it. Like I just get thrown off. But I Larry had, like, Bird used to cock it from that. the side, bro. Dude, I was like a freaking starter on a high school basketball team, and I could not figure out how he does this. Listen, it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't matter how you shoot it, as long as you do it consistently and it goes in. I challenged you to a Lonzo Ball uh, shot challenge, and we All shoot right. like Lonzo Ball, like from the three point range. All right. I'm yeah. pretty sure you're gonna win because I can't figure out this shot. Can you? No, I haven't figured it out. I got I gotta watch it a couple of times and practice before we do this challenge because I'm not gonna get that just off memory. All right. I'll there was like, a guy who shot a weird free throw too back in the day. I can't remember how he did it. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't remember the name offhand. Uh, okay. So real quick with the Mavs since we're running close on time. Uh, I like the Matt, I like Dennis Smith Jr. He had a good summer league. Um, so one person I am surprised though that isn't starting or isn't even least like the second string is the guard from Louisville that went to Utah. Was it Devin Mitchell? He had a really good summer league, but he isn't nowhere close to starting in Utah. I'm surprised. I was surprised about that on the depth chart when I checked. Well, out all the so way to raw and Utah is not going to do anything this year. They're not. But listen, I like the kid. He had a really good outing in summer league. I thought he would at least be like in the rotation, but he's not. But I mean, hopefully he breaks the rotation this year. I got the Bucks. They look really good. Hopefully Jabari comes back healthy, and I want to see Brogdon at the point to see if he makes you know take the next step actually you know running the team properly. Christian Middleton. Hopefully he stays healthy and. They have him at two. The team looks good. The team takes a step in the right direction. That seems scary. And Do you I'll think w- Gary Payton the second is going to be called in? I think he's in a rotation player. I don't think they sent him down to the G League this year. Alright, well, oh, I was hoping he was, because seriously, like, our D-League team now is in my city, so that would be awesome. That would be cool. And if you want him down in the D-League so you can watch him play in the G-League, so, I mean, that's cool. No, I'm going to mock you too, but, like, no, if he if he does it, that's awesome. I'm a big fan of this kid. I, I think there is something about this kid that I like. Yeah, I feel like if he doesn't... Oh, okay. My sleeper pick is as far... Well, my second round pick, I don't know if he actually made the team. I gotta actually... Actually, let me check right now. He got drafted by the Nuggets, and I think he went to Iowa State. I don't remember. Oh, what is it? Uh, Monte Morris. I think he'll be a solid backup, but it is really guard heavy in Denver, and I don't know if he made the team because I haven't been watching much of training camp. Because so. training camp isn't a televised thing like football. It's, it's, it's weird. It's different. And my last, I'll get the Monte. I'll check up on Monte Morris and do a fact check on that. But my last team to watch League Pass is the Blazers. Uh, Nurkic is good. I like Nurkic. I think he's the big the Blazers have been needing. Damian Lillard's always going to drop 20 or plus more points. C.J. McCullen, proven guy. That's the second best backcourt in the league. And Nurkic is, he's the god. I'm surprised him and Jokic couldn't work in Denver. I'm like, I don't know why. I, like, it puzzled me that they couldn't get that spacing to work. Because both of those guys can step out, shoot it, post up. And I'm like, why you have two really talented bigs? Why why can't this work? And they were like legit seven footers. I don't know. I think he's the key. If he can stay healthy, and he's been having a good preseason outing. Like he's been scoring in double digits, putting up almost double doubles in the preseason. So look out for the Blazers. They'll make a nice little run. And the West is going. If if the West wasn't competitive already, it got even more competitive this year. 
Like bar like injuries are definitely gonna play a huge role in this year because if you know, God gets injured, you get the right matchup at the right time, that could be the key to winning. But those are my teams I'm gonna watch. Let me check out Monte Morris to see if he actually even made the team. And you can go ahead, you know, give your thoughts on the NBA. Um, well, NBA, I don't have much slots. We'll have to see what happens, man. Okay, so you don't have any teams that you want to watch out for or anything? Besides um, the well, Bucks? Well, the Bucks, I want to see what the Sixers do. Um, I am intrigued by see what the Kings do and the Timberwolves. Timberwolves kind of intrigued because they have such a young talent, but they gave up a lot of the young talent that they drafted for. We'll have to see. Alright, that's fair. Um, I mean, think about it. You gave, they gave up a lot of pieces just to get Jimmy Butler, and I don't... Butler is... The problem with Butler is he doesn't have, like, that killer instinct. Wait, who doesn't have that killer instinct? Jimmy Butler. He was... Jimmy Butler isn't a killer instinct guy. He's not like... Well, listen, Andrew Wiggins isn't either, if you if you look at it like that. Wiggins will. There's just come, something I see in come, Wiggins. Come on, bro. I think it's a stretch. Listen, like... Wiggins my, is like, my what, stretch is the New Orleans Pelicans. Butler's like 28, isn't he? Listen, uh, listen. Okay, I would not deny that Wiggins has potential, but Wiggins isn't all... He isn't locked in defensively. He he doesn't have that takeover factor. He, I remember I seen the guy in Kansas. He doesn't have the takeover factor. Joel Embiid went down. Andrew Wiggins shrunk, man. Like he wasn't, he wasn't there. Well, we'll have to see, it, and I have to look at the stats, and we'll talk about this next week. Uh, we should wrap this show up, sadly. Yeah. All right, guys. Sorry, we gotta wrap this up. Okay. So real quick, I looked him up. Monte Morris. Is on the roster. I don't think he signed to a contract because he's not on the depth chart. But they're really guard heavy. They might send him down to the G League, which is a good thing because he needs to learn. Oh yeah, because he he's not always locked in defensively. He's a really smart point guard though. He has the size. He's you know he needs to probably put on some weight. He's one seventy five, even though he's six three. But and you know improve on his jump shot a little bit. He's not too undersized, so he he'll be okay. I think they should give up on Emmanuel Moutier. Just saying, unless he improved on his jumper this summer. I like Jamal Murray better. He's a better shooter. Just throwing that out there. My two cents with that one. I don't see Denver getting far. I like Jokic. He could definitely be really good. It's surprising that Paul Millsap is the highest paid player. And right behind him is Wilson Chandler at $12 million. Okay, alright. Okay, alright. That's that's pretty much all we got for this week, guys. Next week, we're going to hit some more NFL. And by next week, the NBA season will be in full swing, open and night. Yes, and we'll do our predictions, too. Oh, yeah, we'll do our predictions. We'll see LeBron versus Kyrie in an opening night. All right, y'all. You guys have a good night. All right, guys. See ya.